0: hey everyone and welcome back into the podcast this is two catholic dudes and my name is ryan klaus and my name is danny cleary as always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes and we're talking about our faith.
1: Yes, and today we are uh, talking about summer.
0: <laughs> Did you forget? Yeah,
1: <laughs> even though it's the, even though summer is a little bit weird. Summer is weird right and, now. Uh, you know, I don't know, it, it may be fine where you live. Here in Southern California it's weird.
0: What do you mean, because it's been because like, we overcast? Can't, <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's June gloom, we always get June gloom. No, it's July. Yeah, July, it's still a July's little gloomy. temperature's
1: high. Is it weird because of COVID? Because that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the world. But I mean, like, some places are more. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> all of our summer stuff is canceled as far as church stuff goes. But we wanted to talk about uh, the importance of summer activities, uh, retreats, camps, stuff like that, and how they've
0: impacted our lives positively. I see you got your your camp shirt on. Camp shirt. I was not prepared, so I have I have a stack of camp shirts, yeah. and I, it was in my closet, but when when I moved, I put them in storage somewhere, but literally, like, every time I went to a, a camp or a confirmation retreat or whatever, people would be like, take a shirt, take a sweatshirt, whatever, right. and I would literally just put them in the corner of my closet, and it stacked up, like, this tall.
1: Yeah, I, I had that same issue, like, for a while. I think, like, my first couple of years of college, like, I only wore like free shirts that i got from retreats and stuff and then i was like <laughs> i should probably like buy actual clothes because <laughs> every day was just
0: like a different it's like why do you always have a year on your shirt <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i never well i would never really wear them again for my for me because it was sure. like this just stack in the corner of my closet but then like i would go back to the same camp the next year and they're would like bring your camp shirt from last year i'm like I would either not be able to know where to find it or I'd pull it out and it's literally like a it was in a ball and it was the most wrinkled possible uh, like well that
1: that's funny because like i we had kids uh we did uh we did a virtual version of camp this year and we told all the kids like where are your camps you're from last year and like right. some of these kids are like, Mine is so worn down because I wore it so much this year, and I'm like, mine. This is the second time I've ever worn it. The first time I wore it was the day I got it, and then
0: I put it away, and here it is again. Well, that that might speak to what we're going to talk about because yeah. we've been to so many camps. These kids, it was like their one big campus. So right. they're super excited. It about it. their life. Not that we're not excited to go to camps, but like we've been to a bunch. Yeah. Um. So we're talking about summer camps, all that deal. of uh, The importance of them, and and right. they are they are very important. I actually just came this morning. So we're filming together today. If you guys aren't watching, if you're not watching, you should be watching. Go on YouTube. Unless you're driving. Don't be going on YouTube. Safety first, folks. Podcast <laughs> safely. Okay. <laughs> I'm. What am I saying? It's late. It's also uh, about 12 o'clock right now, midnight. But we're together and things always get weird when we're together. Yeah, we need we to get this knocked out. Yeah, yeah. so we, we, we were going to do three tonight. But it's already midnight. It's not happening. Anyways, uh, it's been a long day for me. I woke up at like six thirty this morning, and I did day four of a vacation Bible camp. Nice. Uh, And you know, like kindergarten through fifth graders. So that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm leaving. I'm kind of hanging. So I had to come. I drove up north because we're doing uh, we're we're doing we're involved in your brother's wedding this weekend. We are. We're in the bridal party. Yeah, and uh, I'm bridal party, but then I'm playing the music and yeah. So how was the camp? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. The days that you were there, the <laughs> <laughs> um, kids are so cute, man. Sure, they're so adorable. But so it's weird because they decided to have an in-person camp uh, when most people either canceled mm. or had a virtual. Now they they tried to get them to social distance. They gave them like uh, custom masks to put on. the had says, like, like retreat VBS. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And they're like, make sure you have your mask. But everyone just wore their things as like headbands or wristbands. It like, wasn't like the surgical mask. It was like a cool like like a scarf. Type it was of like thing. a scarf yeah. type of thing. So they, they just had headbands, wristbands. Not one kid put it over their mouth. And like <laughs> they're kindergartners, they don't know. They don't. Yeah, have, they, they have no idea what's going it's on. Hard. So they're running around. So I was very per, personally. I was very careful. I just kind of right. kept my distance. The kids like, you know, I ham it up with them, and they had a great time. And they're they're like Mister Ryan. They like they wanted my autograph when I left today. Uh. And I was like from a distance. <laughs> uh, they wanted to, like give me hugs. and I was like. Waves We can wave well, to each other That's a funny point Because like I think that
1: we've both Experienced it Like when anytime When you're an adult leader At a lot of these camps And like we've done We've done so many of them Over the years And like I would always remember Especially And we'll speak to more Of the summer ones That we've been doing But we would go to these camps We'd see all these kids And stuff And then like at like a bigger like a youth day or something or the next year at the camp, the kids are going to, to those like, hey, do you remember me? And you're like, I have no idea who you are. And
0: they always ask you that. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, do you remember me? What's my name? And you're like, that's so unfair. It's like, come on. There's four of us
1: and there's 40 of you. How much those to remember? And then they
0: go, well, you should remember because like I was in your your small group and I was your small group leader. And you're like. Uh, or like, like your assistant leader your- I always
1: <laughs> say to them It's like look I'm a youth minister I knew you for five days And whereas that was a That's a beautiful blessing Of those five days I have 80 other kids That I see Every other day of the week All year long And I can barely remember Their names sometimes So Yeah Give me a break <laughs>
0: uh, But so the camp was It was good Because you know it, Again The kids are so They're so adorable Right and, and they get so jazzed About the music And I ham it up with them Let me tell you Like <sighs> Uh, Yeah. Well, well,
1: I, cause I think that what you're, I've been doing vacation Bible school at my, at my own church, at this church where I'm at for a long, long time. This was the first year it got canceled this year, but like I had done it for a long time. My mom used to run it and everything. And I always would tell the high school students that helped. I'm like, look at the faith of these kids when they sing. And I'm sure that you can speak to this because you did the music with them. Is the pure joy of Christ when they're singing and dancing? They, they don't care who's looking. All they care about is singing as loud as they can, as energetically as they can for the Lord. And I think when we read in Scripture, like "Have faith like a child," I'm like, he was talking about Vacation Bible School. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was talking about that's when he wrote it. VBC VBS. Yeah,
1: it was Jerusalem's Vacation Bible School. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are just.
0: Oh my gosh. Months. And there's all the hand signs. You can't have a a BBS without music with hand signs. So today I actually brought them on stage. Uh, A few of the kids, I I bring like the middle school helpers on and, and I go... I felt bad because there was a girl. They had like uh, some some teenagers that were helping do the music. Cool. Uh, and they spent so much time learning these songs and like learning the hand motions that were like from the package thing. But then I'm up there playing, and I go. Never looked at the book. I, I haven't looked. I, I looked at the music for. I was literally learning the song while I was on stage. But um, like I, I go. Okay, what are the motions for this one? And I go. Eh, that's kind of dumb. I go. You guys make up a new one. And I, I have the kids like make up the motions on the spot. Uh. And, and she was like, but I spent so much time learning these. She's mortified for months. She's been, like, rehearsing in her room. Uh, let me speak to that because there was kind of a sad moment at camp uh, oh no. for one of the helpers. So these three, these three teenagers were helping, and they're amazingly talented. Like, this girl who was singing, 15 years old, uh, wonderful voice, and the other two were playing piano and guitar, like 17 and 19. Um, and But the girl playing guitar was so talented. But the first day, I mean – I was trying to to encourage them to to take the lead, but they're they're still pretty shy to lead with the kids. Yeah, and that's a hard thing to do, it's too. It's a very hard thing to do. And the priority, it's VBC, it's for these these kindergartners to the fifth graders. You want them to have a great time. So like when I saw the energy wasn't there, I just jumped on it and I was just like in super mode for a leader. Sure. But the girl got like an anxiety attack because she was she essentially was like how am I supposed to like follow that? He's too good. And she, and she left and she didn't come back the next day, oh, the next three days. That's brutal. And so I felt really bad, but I'm like, I and I, I had a talk with her before, before she left. And I said like, it was, it was essentially the don't be, uh, discouraged, be, um, be, uh, um, don't be discouraged, be inspired, inspired. Yeah. Right. And so, but it was, it was, it was sad it to was see. Tough. Yeah.
1: That's that, that that's hard. Uh, and I've been in that, I've been in that spot before. Um, and uh I, I at summer camps before, because I was always kind of the younger guy at these camps. I've always been the younger leader that goes to these, so I totally get that. And that's that's a tough situation to, to be in sometimes.
0: Yeah, and you've you've stepped. I've seen you grow from from that role of like you looking up to the people that were doing the roles that you wanted to do, and now taking on those roles. So we can speak to that in a little bit, I think. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that that was my morning, and I drove down here. And now uh, it's been a long day, but we are yeah. we are just uh. In full podcast mode. so (laughs) Well,
1: and okay, so we'll talk about our summer. We're going to talk about two specific weeks that we do in summer that we really love. um, And just the importance of it. Because I think that the importance of these camps and any kind of summer retreat of any kind is that's the time to kind of grab on to teenagers. Because in the summer, they don't have the stress of school yet. They don't really have the stress of, some of them have jobs and everything, but it's like, they're kind of, you have all their attention for a time. You know, my, my numbers always would skyrocket in the summer at youth ministry. So you always like do your, do your big stuff in the summer and these, the camps and the things like that, where they can kind of, they have the ability to kind of go away for a week or a weekend, whatever it may be. And you have their attention because they're, the stress is not there. They're not worried about What's going on at home? They're just—they can really dive into that week. And I think that's why they're so valuable, uh, because you can give them all of your faith, and, and then they can take that faith into the school year, kind of as a foundation for their next year. You know, with with right. what you gave them in the summer. So I, I really—that's why I really love the retreats that we're going to speak to, the ones that we go to. One of them, well, I guess we'll start with uh, uh, our junior high camp that we we just did a virtual version of it. And we've been doing the the regular ver regular version, the uh, it's it, called camp. It's called camp big deal. Why is it even? I don't even know the, the reason. I, I'll tell you the story. It was pretty funny. Um, so I guess the directors a long time ago, before when I was this. I basically this is how long this camp has been going. I went to this camp when I was in the sixth grade.
0: And you're like and super old. And
1: I'm old, old so <laughs> yeah, I went to it a long time ago. And uh, but I guess they were trying to come up with a name for it. And somebody was like, what is the big deal? Why can't we figure out a name? And they were like, let's just call it Camp Big Deal. So there's no, like, I, I theological... Like, no, and they're like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's, you know, whoever's listening that, that named it. Uh, I don't know if that that's what I heard once.
0: And then then you're locked in at that point. Yeah. So everyone's like, what is, yeah, what is this camp? It's Camp Big Deal yeah it's just a thing but it's a catholic camp it's a it's a catholic leadership camp for middle school kids yes that's the
1: big thing is a leadership camp
0: yeah exactly and so you were saying like you you got these kids attention i was going to speak to one thing you said uh there's so many values to going away to these camps i think one of the biggest values is you separate the kids from all that's going on in their world especially this little device that they got in their hands yes uh well i don't know some of the camps they actually take the phones i think at this one we we let them have it we just encourage them to not bring it yeah but uh You know, because
1: when you think about a leadership camp, it's like they're choosing to be there. Right. So like they should, we're hoping they should choose to be involved in what's going on at the retreat or the camp, not necessarily what's on. Yeah. And I, I the love these is.
0: camps because there's a huge difference from like a confirmation retreat where yeah. a lot of the kids are kind of forced to go by their parents. They don't, yes. they're, they're not interested. They're, they're going to check off a box. There's plenty of kids that are, but like you, you see a stark contrast. They're not, they're not the majority. Right. Exactly. But so all the kids that are in these, they, they, they've, they, they to, take this week out of their yes. summer and go and they they really want to be there and you sh- you see that on their faces in the in the engagement in the excitement and uh and the passion that they bring to the the camp so yeah most of them aren't on their phones and it's awesome to like have that separation from from just all the craziness that can come from from our devices that we have in our hands yeah
1: it it's just it's just cool to see again we talked about it with the little kids but well it, it goes the same with young people to see their faith kind of not just blossom, I wouldn't say, but like see them grow in their faith, like right before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, see see people experience adoration for the first time or praise and worship for the first time or really having fostering friendships in faith. It's just really, really, really cool. Um, and as someone that's been like a leader of it for a long time, I remember some of the best friendships I've ever had fostered from being a leader at those camps and and working together to help these young people encounter God and you, and I've, I've seen so many kids. Uh, I'll speak to one in particular. Uh, we both know her. She's a good friend of mine. Now she just graduated high school. Uh, Madeline, uh, she, I watched her go from, she was in junior high, went to this camp, big deal was a leader at that camp, then did a bunch of stuff for the Archdiocese for like youth days and everything else, then went to the high school leadership camp, then came back with me and led the junior high camp with me. And like, and then was on the leadership team for leading this high school retreat the digitally this summer. She's just in stud. And you watch her faith. And she's just one example of all the different kids. Watch their faith grow because of these, these opportunities.
0: And it's just really cool. It's a wonderful avenue to to create uh, the leaders for the future yeah. of, the, of the church, you know, somebody that's the, the the next youth minister, the next the next clergy, the next priest, yeah, nun, the yeah. next somebody, the next somebody that's just going to be super involved in their faith, you know, because so many people that age, uh, if you don't grab them when they're middle school, high school, or young adults, see you later. They're gone. they're out of there, you know. And so you you plant that seed with them in the, uh, as leaders in middle school. Maybe they don't know if they haven't fully grasped it, but you you get them there. Then you then you you hook them, in when they're in in high school at this other camp we're going to speak to, and then you bring them back as leaders once they graduate. And like it's just this it's this great like process to lift them up and, and encourage them in their faith.
1: Yeah, and I think they're just because on the same point, I think you just the importance of this stuff as well as how great and fun the camps are. Why I think that they're another reason they're hugely important. This is for all people that are catechists, youth ministers, things like that. If you have students that you're sending to these leadership camps so that you know attend leadership retreats during summers, whenever, use them in your ministries. That's how you keep them. Because, like, you send them to these camps, right? You send them to these retreats, and then they come back, and they're just like, they're all jazzed up. And you're just like, oh, well, cool. I'm glad I had a good time. (laughs)
0: Like, <laughs> they're like what can I do? You're like I don't know. I don't know. I
1: got it. It's like use them, use them, use them, use them because then their faith and their the fire that they have, that the inspiration that they got, they will then put that on other people that didn't necessarily go and they're giving that experience that they got through their the joy of their faith and and it it'll start a cycle and then yeah. and when it comes to youth ministry, because that's a, what a lot of these are about—these camps with these young people—but it, it goes into like leaders. You'd mention could be future clergy, could be future what music ministers, could be future catechists of of all kinds. If you don't let them minister when they're young, you're gonna lose them. You have to let them lead, let them be the examples. If you're just too busy uh, being like the ah,
0: I'll do it, just like you watch and I got it. You're you're gonna lose them. So going back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm hearing I'm hearing myself talk right now, and you talk as well, and I'm like, look, maybe I maybe I overstep <laughs> at camp by by do- going into super music music mode, and but like here's the, day. I did give them opportunities, and they and they and sure. they played. She just bailed too early to get the. Op- I was gonna give them, pl- and I did give the other two people that stayed the opportunities. And but- some people aren't
1: ready, or they need a different kind of way to. Uh- how to you know a different way into it things like that but exactly and this is more i'm speaking to like whoever has more time so like if me as a youth minister i have a youth ministry that i run all year long right and if i send people to a leadership camp and they come back and they're all jazzed up about their leadership camp i want to know what did you do why are you inspired how can we do it here that kind of stuff. That's what I mean. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, you know, and there's gonna be people that go to the and they're like, ah, I really didn't get anything out of it. And you're like, all right, well, sorry, but you know, not, <laughs> and that happens. Yeah, it's, it's it's happened from time to time. Right. And a lot of the times, I would put that more on the individual than the
0: camp. Or, well, yeah, sometimes it's the camp itself. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's been yeah, there's plenty of rough we, camps out there. Yeah, I, the camps, the camps that we, that I've I've seen personally here, you know, we I think we we do a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, running but uh i hope all of you are running equally great camps. Um, and if you need help, reach out. Yeah, that, that's the uh, thing, you know, uh we'd love to help consult and uh you know, help we want to help lift up uh, ministries all, yeah. all all over and that's that's part of part of why we started this podcast is we, we were an, the initial idea was we'll do half of the podcast will be on youth ministry stuff half will be on music. And then, We've had like one episode <laughs> straight on youth, youth ministry and one like one or two episodes on music all maybe. Yeah, I know.
1: No, but like I, I, what Ryan is saying is like what we what we really really are good at without this sounds like a commercial and like we're pumping ourselves up but something that we're really passionate about let's say it that way passionate about is reaching teens on that you know ministry level coming to an event and like I love going and speaking at events and I know Ryan loves going up there and playing on stage in front of a bunch of people and all that but like when you really touch the hearts of young people is when you get a chance to really do ministry with them, really work with them, let see their growth and then allow, give them the Avenue to do ministry. So people that are like doing youth ministry, being camp directors, being choir directors, find the individuals that really have promise and help them really use those talents. Even if it's in a small little way, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, empower them empower them empower them and that's what that's the beauty of these camps is it's about empowering young people both during the camp during that time but then empowering them to feel empowered enough to go be leaders in whatever they end up doing exactly. ministry
0: school whatever so and the beauty of these camps i want to talk on a few favorite moments which i haven't even thought of but before we get to that um the beauty of it is like we're ministering to these kids yes yeah. And we're also ministering to the like the the peer leaders that come out. You know, so there's, of course, there's always like the, the the main group of campers. Then there's the group that's like slightly a year or two older than them. Right. So we're also ministering to them. But you know who also gets ministered to? We do. Of course, as, as all the camp directors. And uh, I I was busy, and I was only going to be able to make one of the two camps this year because I'm just like swamped. But I've I've been to both of them for like the last. 9 years, 10 years yeah. plus. And every year, even though I'm I'm usually so busy and it's hard to, to take those those 5 days out of my schedule, I get so much out of it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I am ministered to in so many ways, not only to one unplug, to two be around fellow Catholics in in, in such a spiritual and fun and lively and exciting environment. Yeah. Um and just just it's a it's a mini retreat for ourselves as well. But I oh, love totally. what I love is is one being able to just let loose and feel like I feel like a kid, you know? Uh when I'm playing music up there and I'm hamming it up with these kids, uh I feel like I'm, you know, I, oh. sixteen again. Sixteen. Or 17, again, right? What's that movie? Seventeen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that uh, what's the name from high school musical? Yeah, yeah Zach, Zach Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah. I feel like Zach Efron. Um. Uh, uh but then uh leading small groups i'll speak to the very first time i got to the camp uh, this was actually a, a really big moment for my spirituality i was this was when i was still with with uh, jeremy and ryan or no this was like at the very beginning of jeremy and ryan we weren't sure um if i know i'm, I'm, try, I'm trying table. not to hit this we found out table. last time we, we podcasted on this table every time we tried to make a point and like hit the table we're like it went hear us yeah it went right into the microphone and it sounded like like a like a bomb Got a baj. yeah so we're not gonna do that um okay so we were just starting and i wasn't dis- yeah. i wasn't like all in on jeremy and ryan you were yet. discerning the ministry exactly yeah. but i was discerning whether like i still really wanted to be catholic not really but like we I, we talked about it on a previous episode i had one foot out one foot in of sure. like uh, maybe i'll go to Massive like, when i want yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but um the camp director at the time, Heather, she invited the two of us to come be the music ministers, and I was like, "Ugh, I don't really want to do this." I I don't remember what was going on in my life, but I kind of begrudgingly said, "Yes, I'll right. do it." Uh, but that week, like, literally changed my life. And so we lead small groups, and we have these kids open up and share their stories. We we have them. Uh, this is the high school camp, uh, yeah, and it's called uh, Saw. It's called signed, not like signed a and anointed to
1: witness. So that
0: one actually has a spiritual name. Yes, uh, we're teaching the kids how to give witness talks and how to witness their faith to those that they encounter in the world. Really, uh, yeah,
1: because that really, which is what Christianity is all about, is witnessing the Lord's witnessing your Lord. Exactly, you know, so,
0: so we teach them how to do that. and so we share our stories, we share uh, uh, all the highs and lows of our lives uh, in the small group, and then we formulate that down to like you know the the one the one nugget, that like the elevator pitch. you see somebody in the elevator, and it's like, you got two minutes. how can you share how can you share your faith with them? Yeah, so we teach that to them, but you know, the kids when they're sharing their whole story, um, it's crazy some of the stuff that's happened to these kids. Oh, and, and it's has, nuts! You know, uh, high school. Like, I can't imagine what they've been through. I mean, I, I can imagine now because I've he- I've heard it a lot. But like, yep. um, th- my life seems so easy now that I'm hearing all these stories. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, it's just like unreal.
1: Yeah, and I always that always happens like the first time a a, a leader goes to these right. c- these retreats or something, and they like you you hear. I think it's pretty much the first time anybody goes to like any big retreat. Yeah. You know, cause I've had parents that have gone on a retreat with us and they'll come in for like testimonies or something. And they'll be like, holy like, moly. Right, I had no right. idea so, what these people go through or what that these
0: teens were capable of experiencing God in this way. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, really cool stuff. So I, same thing happened to me and I was just like, I had the, it was the hugest, that's not a great word. Uh, the, the biggest emotional impact, uh, in my life to that point. I was crying with these kids. Sure. I was just like in it and I felt so much uh of the Holy Spirit working through me in that week. And I connected with with my small group. I connected with my ministry and I was like, "Yes, Jeremy and Ryan, uh, we're in it. I'm doing this, right?" So that that camp formed me and and it kind of put me on the right tra- 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 trajectory. I the, I, had tr- I had trouble saying that word in a previous podcast. Trajectory. Yeah. But every time I try to say that we're in the future, I want you to just like, I'll just jump in. Yeah, jump in.
1: But so really quick on, on what you just said, because I know we're probably getting our break time here. But, um, so you got, you going to this camp as an adult Adult leader, leader. you're an adult leader. You're supposed to be the one that's to guide them. And by the, the witness of these young people inspired your faith that started, that kind of started your journey with Christ by the witness of these young people that I know that you were supposed to be there to lead. Yep. And that's like the power of retreat. That's the power of the Lord. That's the power of, of putting yourself out there and getting involved. It's like, you never know, uh, what is going to impact you. That's why I think that these cool, these camps, retreats, experiences, even like, if you want to go on like men's retreats or women's retreats or things like that, you never know what the, when Christ is going to witness, going to reveal himself to you. Right. And in that moment, it was like, he was revealed to you by these kids. Yeah. You you were like, ah, uh, like whatever, how can this be anything? And then holy moly, there's the gods like, boom, this is what I want you to do through their, their faith. It's really, really cool. I remember actually, fun fact is I was so mad at you and, and Jeremy for going to that camp that year because we were like just starting to be friends and like that retreat used to be like, is like really hard to get to like as a leader. Cause I've been going to the junior high one since I was like young and like, I've been, I was like one of the younger leaders to ever go to these camps as a leader. But the high school one, like I wanted to get into it so bad. Like I was like, I want to be a leader at it so bad because I never got to go <laughs> as a kid, and then like you guys got to go and you were kind of like, I mean, like, whatever, we're going. And I'm like, you have- want to go? I'm like you have no idea of what you're getting to do, and I was so
0: bad. I got to go the next year, but like I was so mad. Yeah. Uh, well, we were we were talking about that about how you were looking up to all those people and now you stepped into that role yourself. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I didn't really want to go, but it, it literally changed my life that first, that first camp. And now we talk because like it's, it's (laughs) funny, but like, it's not funny. (laughs) It's funny. You get hardened.
1: Well, I, as we've gotten older, we're old and jaded. I've
0: done like 12 years, no, 11 years. 11, because I've done 10. 11 years yeah. at the summer camp, same one. That was 11 so, years ago. Oh yeah, my so,
1: so here's the deal. So, uh, I was talking about like pretty much at every retreat, it's not universal to this summer camp. At all retreats, there's some sort of testimony, some sort of witness by young people usually. Um, and Ryan and I, like I said, we've been doing not only this retreat for 10 years, but we go on all kinds of confirmation, confirmation retreats. retreats. You know, day retreats, staff retreats, you know, youth ministry meetings, all kinds of different stuff where people are witnessing all the time. Yeah, And so, like, we sit there and, like, we – unfortunately, Ryan and I, because we have sometimes a goofy sense of humor when it comes we to – We joke and, around a lot. Yeah, and, like, we got to the point where we would get yelled at because we weren't allowed to sit next to each other. We <laughs> were the, sitting <laughs> in the back just <laughs> like – Because these kids, like, a lot of them would all the, – the talks, our favorite quote is the kids would go, and then – seventh grade happened and i went through a really tough time and they would all say it the same way and we we're like oh my gosh like we've heard this one before or we'd like take bets on oh what did it what did they go through was it a breakup
0: or was it uh a- yeah i mean like so a lot of the talks are super deep and heavy but some of them you're like okay <laughs> god bless and, you and it sucks
1: and it's like it's uh, we always have to like pinch each other like dude stop like come on <laughs> and uh but it it it's the beauty of of the, the it doesn't take away from the fact that these kids are getting up there willing to share. That's right. And and that's the really beautiful part. And don't don't let old jaded adults that have heard a thousand witness talks like we still love so, you, we care, we it's beautiful that you're sharing. Keep sharing. It's like people that listen to yeah. our podcast, they're like, Oh my gosh, another podcast.
0: <laughs> To one of you who are at, at any one of these camps that were the and then seventh grade happened kids and you're listening now and you're offended, we're truly sorry. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. <laughs> all right. So we're talking all about our
1: cool summer camps, the things that we love to do, all the times that we've kind of really grown in our faith because of these camps. So I wanted to really quick grind a little speed round of uh, favorite moments that we've had at camps because we've done collectively now two camps a year for the last 10 years. Yeah. we And then plus all the confirmation retreats. So we've been on a lot of stuff together.
0: Plus camps that we've done outside of our region, like in, invite thing. In, yeah, invitation yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've been doing a lot. So we've anyways, been doing a
1: lot of stuff. So what have been some of, uh, I'm going to do first. Uh, go I'm going to go first. Do first. I'm going to go first. Yeah. Uh, favorite moment. So this is going to be, I'm going to roast you a little bit. So <laughs> uh, there's kind of a running joke. Uh, at every camp, that like leaders at especially our summer camps, they want their own room. Everybody wants their own room so bad. They're like, "What? How many years do I have to put in to get my own room?" <laughs> and everything else. I know where this is. going. And uh, everyone's always like, "Ryan and Danny, do you guys want your own rooms?" And we're like, "Nope, we'll be we'll be together." <laughs> they're,
0: yeah, they're like, "We have extra rooms this year." And like, we're like, "Take your own." We're
1: like, nah, we'll, nah. Be, we'll be together." <laughs> Mostly because we like to decompress at the end of the night and talk about the day and <laughs> yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And you know we. It, 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 was, it was just like it's part of the experience. And then it kind of became a running joke that Ryan and I are always roommates. And then nobody stopped, then people stopped asking and just ended up putting us together. Yeah. So anyway, uh, last summer, Ryan was on this like self, uh it was like a vision quest. I don't know what you were on. <laughs>
0: sure. I, I was uh, on a vision quest. He was
1: doing a lot of stuff. He was doing, you know, daily rosaries. That sounds weird. They keep, keep explaining. He was doing daily rosaries. He was doing, uh, your, things to better himself.
0: I was doing, okay, every morning. I think it was on my, my personal episode where I told my story. It was meditation. Meditation. that was a word. I, I in, wake bro. up first thing in the morning. I do meditation, um, and then I do uh, like a guided prayer, and then I do just free-form prayer. I do a decade of the rosary. Uh, I do push-ups, but then Danny so, okay. Part, so
1: So then he would do this breathing exercise that was the most obnoxious <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. So at these camps, we're up till... All hours of the night, usually like one, two in the morning, put the kids down you do make sure everyone's in bed, and then you know a lot of the lead, we're all just having a good time and, and socializing or whatever Ryan and I stayed up chit chatting like a sleepover, and then we got to be up for you know seven o'clock seven thirty morning prayer, so the alarm goes off at seven and i'm hitting snooze and ryan's doing this br- i don 't even know if I can do it ryan's doing this crazy breathing where he's like pumping his arms. he's like shh, shh, shh. <laughs> she's like. At 7 a.m., and I'm looking over, like, dude, what are you doing? And it is the most obnoxious thing. Commitment every all five days. Yeah,
0: all five days. I did it for a year straight, but it was, it's, I'll tell you, it's, it's more awkward when someone's in the room. But you know, I didn't want to not do it. I committed to it. The first day, it's pretty pretty funny. The first day was the, I was like, what is happening? And then he started Snapchatting me do it. Yeah.
1: Well, I had, I had other people need to experience what I was experiencing. Sure. But yeah, and I was like, I'm like, well, I guess I'm starting my morning with Ryan's breathing exercise. Like, gosh, it was ridiculous. I want to get
0: back to that. We're going to get back to it sometime.
1: Oh, good thing we're not roommates.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, that's cool. That's All right, memory. so your turn. Favorite, favorite one of uh, your favorite memories. Um, I, I love being able to dance. I, I'm the worst dancer in the world. Like, I'm really bad. Horrible. I don't dance anywhere. Maybe at a wedding if I've had a couple drinks, but like other than that, I literally never never dance cuz I know I'm so bad. But every camp, uh I am out there on the dance floor and just like yeah. doing the most obnoxious dance moves. Cuz the thing is like if I'm being silly and letting loose, the kids are gonna because they're looking up to me as yeah, a leader. Yeah. They're gonna be more uh, apt to let loose and to just go wild. And so, but that's so much fun for me because yeah. like I don't care. I, you, we talked about it. I think it was on the last episode about peers. W- what were we talking about that? About I don't know what. Where was I talking about it? But like, uh, it's tough to, to to speak or do anything in front of your. Oh yeah, peers.
1: in front of your peers because you want to make sure you're accepted and you want. It's 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 harder to kind of be out of your comfort zone in front of people that you respect things like that and so
0: yeah there are my peers there but like we're all there in service of the kids there and so I know what's gonna help them have a fun time at like whatever if we're having a dance or whatever is me getting out there and even if they're like oh that's (laughs) that move is so dumb but they're like it's kind of cool. And then they end up doing it. So I have a blast dancing. Yeah. And then actually, it was like seven years ago, we came up with this stupid, like, uh, it's the it's, dinosaur, the dance. dinosaur dance. Yeah. It's just this, it's this one of these dances where you do the same move and then you spin and you do it again. But uh, so it, though,
1: it's the song walked. Who's a by? But walk, no walk idea. the dinosaur, the song from the 80s or 90s.
0: I don't yeah. know, but it's super dumb. But it, we have a blast doing it every year, you know? And,
1: and then it was crazy because like we went to another like it was like a just a weird youth ministry event somewhere, and like kids that like one kid had been to the camp before and was like, "Hey, we're doing your guys's dinosaur dance," and all the kids of that youth group doing. We were like, <laughs> "What is happening?" Yeah, uh, it, it just like spread, and it was just like our you know we had just it was made up like as a joke, and then it became like a thing that happened at the camp. Now it's like a tradition that yeah. happens. So
0: yeah, so so dance party. Yeah, dance
1: party. Cool. Uh, yeah, I uh I some a moment that will always uh it, you talked about it on your uh on your episode, but it was one of the coolest moments that I've I've never been the guy who like the the really super experienced religious experiences like always kind of evaded me. Um Holy spirit uh, I, the moments, holy spirit feel, moments feeling, yeah. uh, like really feeling the presence of the Lord and like we had one uh, that we were we were both part of, that a lot of people were a part of at camp last year at, at a retreat. And that one will always be probably the bet, the highlight so far of any camp I've ever been to. because uh, real quick, I'll share a quick story of why that was so important. So when I went to Camp Big Deal, when I was in seventh grade or sixth grade or whatever I was, there was a healing mass that happens. And I don't know if anyone's ever been to a healing mass before, but it's like where you get anointed and like a lot of people like fall like back. And like you get caught, they're so we like, they, they were like if you're, you're not falling. falling they're sometimes they're like- you give them a little encouragement, whatever it is. <laughs> but like a lot of people are like in the spirit, you know. And like so, all these kids is like a whole retreat full of people, and like everybody's like falling around me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so like I go and I like, get the oil, and I I kind of felt a little bit of an oomph, and I just didn't move, and I was like, oh. And they're like,
0: this is when you should fall. They're like, you can
1: just you can just you can just sit down, and I was like. <laughs> Alright. So like so like there's like people laid out like crying and like in prayer and I'm just like squatted all awkwardly and I for like months. I feel nothing. I was like, God doesn't love me enough. Like I was not oh, worth man. I was not yes. worth healing. And so like that experience like kind of messed up like those really beautiful moments that a lot of people have for like I would go to youth days or things like that and I would see people just overwhelmed in the spirit. Or I'd just go to these retreats and see kids just overwhelmed and I was always like god doesn't love me in that way i guess or god or not not that but more like i guess i'm not worthy of that yet or there it was it was something that messed with me for a long time and then this experience that we had at saw uh, uh the retreat last year uh when we you know we, we talked about it in these. i don't know if we want to go over it again but it was just a really powerful experience
0: if you want to hear the full story it's like episode i don't know seven, sixteen. 16 something it's called finding god in the music Something, something, Ryan's journey my journey so far check it out i talked about it's basically uh, the holy spirit literally spoke through me in song it was not my voice singing no uh and the whole everyone that we talked to said Similar things. It was yeah. a crazy moment. Holy spirit moment. Yeah. Uh, but that was one of my favorites hands down. And uh, I think
1: we spoke about it as well in our episode with Gabe Rivera, our friend Gabe. because yeah, he was there Yeah. too. Yeah. So we've talked about it a couple times.
0: Uh, can I tell you my one of my least favorite moments? But it's like the funniest for other people. Uh, one year I was going on this crazy diet because I was trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on with my voice. Uh, it was the year prior to that. To, it was two years ago. Yes, yes. Uh, I, it's literally the the gnarliest diet you ever heard of. It's like the keto diet, but like way worse. But extreme. Extreme. I couldn't eat anything. I literally had a bucket of coconut oil. It was so sad that I would like scoop out like ice cream. I had it like in the fridge, um, and I would just sit there and eat that with a spoon while everyone's just like chowing all, all, down on all, snacks. Yeah, like all, all the leaders
1: one night got in and out. And we yeah. all in and out, and Ryan is sitting in the corner, just eating coconut oil or coconut whatever cream, yeah, out of like out of a tub. It was the saddest thing. I've it ever was seen.
0: very sad, actually. But that was a huge spiritual moment for me that night as well, because uh, like uh, I was primed and ready. It was just such an emotional that going through that diet of like four months, and then going to this. Camp, which is so hard to keep that diet, and then watching everybody eat like my favorite food, in and out and yeah. I'm like eating coconut oil, and then I went into Adoration. They had uh, they had Adoration that night for us to go to, and I right, just had right, like right. I completely broke down. So God really primed me to be ready to receive the Holy Spirit in that evening, and that that kind of helped me along my journey. So coming back to like these camps, we're facilitating uh, a spiritual journey and and leadership qualities in these kids, but we get uh, catered, we 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 are catered to, and we are absolutely grown. In our faith, so much, and they've done so much for me personally over the years. These are just a few of few of these stories that have helped foster my my love and f- and faith and, and my journey in in uh, in my love of Christ. And it's just such a blessing. And so, it's difficult this year because we haven't been able to have them. So we want to transition yeah. maybe to we've we we just did a virtual version of the middle school one yeah. a couple weeks ago. We're yeah. about to do a virtual one two weeks for the high school one. It's weird, though, right? It's
1: weird. You know what? But I will say this. You know, for a virtual camp and having to throw it together, it was really beautiful. It was really cool. And, you know, it went I, It went better than I expected it to go. Yeah. You know, it had its hiccups and stuff, but it went a lot better than I expected it to go. There was, of course, some things that were like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but there were some really, really beautiful moments, too. Uh, and we'll, we'll get, we can hit a couple of the highs and lows uh, about it, but... The funniest thing, uh, again, I'm, I'm just poking on you today, but Ryan was doing praise and worship, and I will say this too, Ryan killed it on praise and worship at this virtual camp because everybody's muted, <laughs> right? And <laughs> It's Ryan, so hard. Ryan's having to dance and go wild in his room by himself, and every all these other kids are in their rooms by themselves just going crazy on Zoom, uh, but Ryan, never, Ryan and our, our friend Gabe, they kind of traded off. Doing music and it was really really cool to see that was probably my favorite part of the whole camps to be honest with you uh, was the it's, music
0: it's one of the more engaging things you could do because it's tough when you're i'm sure anyone that's been on zoom meetings which is pretty much the whole world at this point yeah uh or zoom chats or any kind of zoom thing with more than one person uh it's difficult you people, it's brutal if, if, if it's everyone's brutal. unmuted it's crazy there's a lot going on so imagine a virtual camp of 50 people the, it's, you literally can't have 50 them junior high students right <laughs> you literally have to have them muted at all times yeah. and then if you if you want somebody to talk you have to have them unmute and then mute them again so when when you're speaking if you're just talking in a ch- in a chat room like that it's awkward because there's it's it's like it was, speaking in a vacuum, right? You have it was, no it was horrible. There's no feedback. You don't hear anyone even just like, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you don't get any of that. kids don't do that anyways, but like uh, but like you can still feel the energy. You can when feel you're alive. You can feel an any the
1: engagement with your audience like either in a really positive way, a really negative way. <laughs> right. So exactly. But on Zoom, you feel zero. You feel nothing. You're just like I'm talking to no
0: one. Right. And and, and sometimes there is a. Sometimes people aren't paying attention. They're on their phones. That was
1: and that, okay. So that was going back to the thing we were talking about. Ryan doing <laughs> praise and worship. There's literally there was this girl, and so Ryan's doing like Lord, I need you, and this girl is straight up asleep on camera, <laughs> straight up asleep, and we're like, well, <laughs> what are you gonna right? do? And there's a kid. Clearly playing video games, so obviously. This kid
0: playing video games, we did a um, a, a lip sync, which was more just like a- play a song and
1: everyone dances around. Everyone dances around
0: from their screens, but like- so everyone else Mutes their video So you only see Like the eight people In this group And they were They were doing uh, Whatever song it was But like Seven of them Are dancing around the rooms And this kid is just Staring at his screen And he's blatantly Playing a computer game he Like was, as if he put His laptop
1: here With the screen on But his TV was above him And he's yeah. just like Oh <laughs> It was It was bad
0: um, But so playing music It's tough Because you want that Engagement And I'm trying And I do all this stuff yeah. With hand motions Or something that can Get them moving around But I still hear Nothing, and I and I, I even tried to get him to unmute, and it, that was chaos. You just get yep. a feedback loop. Yeah. So, um, but I I tried my best, and uh, but yeah. you know, and I was really proud
1: of you know. I'll give a shout out to the director of the camp regional, uh, Santa Barbara regional director of youth ministry, uh, Kelly McLaughlin, a really good friend of ours, who's she's been a huge mentor to me in ministry. Uh, she worked her butt off to make sure this camp happened. And where a lot of other places and ministries just kind of threw in the towel and be like, ah, well, everything's canceled, so oh well.
0: Not going to happen yeah. this year.
1: She, but she was like, no, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm like, this is important. And, you know, it may have been, like, awkward, and there may have been moments of like, ooh, okay. But you know what? Like, we showed the kids that, like, God doesn't stop just because essentially the world did. God doesn't. Your faith doesn't. Speaking the truth of the Lord doesn't, loving the Lord doesn't stop. And that's what that camp meant to me virtually is that it didn't matter how the circumstances were going to be. The fact that it was so important that we had this camp uh, because it showed the kids again that loving the Lord, serving the Lord and speaking of the Lord doesn't stop, even though the world did. Mm. Um, So I, I, I really it was really, really beautiful in that sense.
0: I love that. I love that, and so yeah, that's that's how we can sum up these virtual camps. That was that was your moment for the episode. That I'll, I'll make sure I make that your little snippet for the for this week score. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to try to keep it under fifty one seconds, <laughs> under yeah. fifty nine, right? Then that way we don't have to go IGTV. Nobody wants an IGTV <laughs> video. So, uh, but yeah, again, not without its hiccups, but the importance is that we did it and we show the kids, like you said, that, that, it, that God doesn't stop. But yeah, there's plenty of funny moments. I love when we ask a kid a question, but then their internet's just so bad. They're just like, okay, moving on to the next one. Yeah, All right. But so great. I, I, I'm hoping that like, I I think I said it on one of our technology episodes that that in this time of crisis, you know, everyone jumped on zoom and some, some things we can do, but some things the technology just isn't there. Like, uh, that that we can move things along quicker and we, and we'll look back a year from now and be like, remember when we were on Zoom and how janky that was, <sighs> you know? Because like we uh, gave the other music minister we wanted to play together, but it's impossible, impossible, literally impossible. impossible. So when we sang Lord I need Lord I need you, like he played a verse and a chorus, and then like. I he passed it over to me and I like played the next part and then I pass it back to him. Right. But it's impossible to play together and it's impossible to get them all. So, like, I don't know what they're going to get the scientists on it. Well, let's figure out coronavirus first and yeah, then, like, yeah, get that. them on the Zoom thing after that.
1: Yeah. And I will say kudos to these young people that that were willing to spend, you know, it was three days, three hours a day on Zoom. And they they were troopers and stuck it out because I know. Trust me, I'm a youth minister. I know how much zoom sucks. Cause all of the teens in my program are like, zoom sucks. We'll wear masks. We'll social distance. We want to gather in person again. We'll do whatever it takes. We'll take all the precautions we need to, but we got to get off zoom. Right. Uh, Cause it's driving them nuts. So like, but like these young people, they, they were there and they gave it their all and we, it was, it was super cool.
0: That's awesome. So yeah, we got the next one coming up in, in a couple weeks and I, I think honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and and excited that there's going to be more engagement because middle school kids middle school let's, let's be honest middle school kids are pretty awkward and they want to run around and play games. They want to play games and we usually have messy games with the middle school kids. Yeah. But like to get them what can you do on Zoom? You got music for them. They can do like the lip sync thing, but a lot of it has to be just them talking and engaging exactly. in small groups and stuff and that's difficult for them to do in person yeah and then you get them on zoom and they're like we we were leading a group together and we're just like oh my gosh it's like pulling it, teeth it, at uh, one
1: point it was just literally ryan and i talking we're to each just other
0: <laughs> But uh, I'm optimistic. High school kids, I think uh, it, the engagement is going to be a lot better. Because Yeah, I hope so. You know, so uh, we'll, we'll recap a couple weeks just at the beginning of an episode and tell yeah. you how it went. But I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be pretty good. So, and yeah. then, you know, who knows how much longer this is going to go on. But, I mean... Okay, so talking about retreats for next year, we we probably can't even have. Yeah, them.
1: I mean here in here in Los Angeles, the you know, the archdiocese is encouraging us to do virtual retreats as of now, well, and um, yeah, you know that like we're definitely not going away on retreat. Right. That's already been decided.
0: Whether or not Corona uh, is still a thing, money is a thing. Yeah, so uh, like
1: it's either going to be virtual or it'll be at the parish. Right. Um, and
0: that's tough. That's tough because we talked about tough. removing the kids from their environment, removing them kids. That's, that's the, that's the benefit of a retreat is you separate them from all that they know and you get them out of their element. You take their phone, you, you, get, you remove them from all, you know, the secular society. But like when they're just in their regular parish and they're like, this is where we had confirmation class last week. It's tough to, to remove that. It's yeah,
1: absolutely. But and the bigger thing about it is, is it's more, which is the other reason why the zoom one, the zoom retreats are, are tougher is Boom. Yep. You may have their attention for that little bit of time, but no matter what, no matter how many days you're doing it, as soon as they go back to a little bit of reality, reality's there, the distractions are there, the phone's there, the TV's there, Netflix is there. Like When you're away on a retreat or away at a camp, you have full control of what's going on. You're yep. controlling their environment. When they're done for the night, they go to their cabin, they go to sleep, that's it. They wake up the next day full-fledged from everything All day long and all night long, it's camp time. It's it is our focus is whatever the camp is doing. When you don't, when you have a virtual or when you have a at-home or a at parish kind of thing, I think it's gonna be a new challenge for a lot of people. How do you how do you bring that same uh you know, kind of vibe? How do you bring that same connection? How do you show them that Jesus the same way you could on a on a five day or on a, a weekend retreat.
0: Yeah, it's tough because you know when you when they're when they're zooming from home, we're trying to reach them yeah. in their their environment. Yes. Um and we, we take great care at the retreats that we do to set up spaces. To set up this room is dedicated for the spiritual side of the camp. Yeah. So that they know when they enter in this room, boom You know, it's going down in here in in a spiritual way when they step into this room or this side of the room or this space. This is fun music or game zone over here is, you know what I mean? So they have things are are, are sectioned off and, and, and we've established what parts. Um, uh, uh, go with what? And so they tell you if, if you really want to be productive, like have, if you have like the space in your house or you have another, you have a certain amount of devices, use one laptop for work and then like use your phone for this. But if you're using everything for the same and you're in the same room in the same place, it's tough for your brain to differentiate Uh, what's what is this, is this work? Is this pleasure? Is this really, is this spirituality? Is this, you know, what is this? <sighs>
1: that is, Such a crazy point and this has nothing to do with the topic, but I want to jump to that real quick because so I just redid my room at my folks house. Right. So uh, because of that exact thing that you're speaking to, you know, I you know because everything is done on Zoom everything's done on my laptop but like in my room you know I've been doing everything up there cuz I don't want to bother everybody when I'm all constantly on video calls and people are doing other stuff in the house my brother's got his computer downstairs people dad's working from home downstairs whatever it may be and I, I I didn't have like a chair or anything like that so I'm just I was sitting on my bed I put my laptop on my lap or I'd put a folding chair put my laptop on the bed and like Everything felt exactly the same and I was just like I need to change. So I was like boom got a desk got a computer got a set up got a workspace set up because I wanted to be like when I'm sitting on my bed I'm relaxing. I'm I'm not working. I'm chilling. I'm whatever. But when I'm here and I'm sitting in a chair at a desk at a computer. That's my time to be productive. That's my time to work. I want to differentiate lounging and and sitting because because it kind of I felt myself kind of getting lazy on even on Zoom meetings right because i'd be sitting on a Zoom meeting like like in
0: bed if it's the same place you play call of duty in exactly then, exactly then you, or, or it's
1: easy for me to just turn the tv on in the background with my laptop on my lap and i'm at a meeting but like i'm not really paying attention because like i'm just kind of relaxing whereas like if i'm in a chair at my desk or i started to come to my office here for my meetings because it felt like th- i'm productive i'm being productive mm-hmm. so i created a space like you're saying for that productivity and i think that goes back to the point of why retreats camps things like that are so important because it's the environment and the setting and the space that you're putting yourself in to grow exactly it doesn't have to be a permanent thing but especially in the sense of retreats when you go on a retreat when you go to a camp when you go to some spirit anything that's going to spiritually grow you Grow you? That's not it. Give you spiritual growth. You got there. Yeah. Uh, you have got to have a... It's got to be different than, like you're saying, that pleasure. Um, things like... That's why I, I go back to like when people go to Congress. They go away to it because it's a time of spiritual growth. Away from their life. When you go on a tree, it's away from your normal life so that you can grow in this way. It's a different environment than what you're used to so you can grow and be productive more spiritually. Right? It's why... I wanted, you know, even in my own room, there was a lounge space and there was a workspace, so I could grow in my productivity in my workspace.
0: Exactly. Things like
1: that. I hope that made that, sense. A, that was a long around. The that's a way. wonderful
0: point because, I hope, uh, if you if you guys made it this far, this is 53 minutes into the episode. <laughs> uh, if you listen all the way through and you're like, "What the heck does this episode have to do with me?" i don't have kids i never go to retreats i'm never going to be involved in leading a retreat et cetera et cetera et cetera ad ad nauseum you're like i'm only listening to you guys because i love your humor i don't know or (laughs) i love your stupid jokes i was waiting for your your dentist joke again anyways you're following along and you're like this has nothing to do with me it does though because this point right now is like um if you're zooming from home if you're if you're trying to be productive if you're trying to find a place for prayer if you're trying to find a place for work a place for pleasure a place for whatever make those spaces um yes even if it's difficult if you have a small apartment court like find your little zones you know what i mean yeah um and so set yourself up for success in in everything that you do especially your faith that should be that should be priority number 1 so so find a, find a place where you feel um you can pray and that you don't get distracted by yes. whatever else is going on and i'm just as guilty of not doing that but i'm telling myself honestly while i'm speaking to and reminding myself that i need to do that and that's what i love about what i was doing uh my my uh, my morning you know routine yeah. routine but i had my space it happened to be right at the foot of my bed but it was wherever I, you know what i mean but i set up that space and i set myself up for success and that was the most spiritual year of my life because right. because i was um primed for that
1: and and we're saying set yourself up for success in different facets right if your productivity workspace and your prayer space need to be different so that you can be productive and you can be you can grow in those two different areas maybe you need a different space for those right exactly like for instance uh, i'll say where I do my morning prayer, my parents have like a balcony that nobody's ever gone on before and I put a chair out there. I've been filming my Tuesday thoughts out there because I go out there every morning and I have my coffee and I pray there. And it's just like my prayer space. I just like it. I like the breeze in the morning and it just feels good and it's I just it gets me out of the house and for even my room and stuff like that. Just my space to pray so I can grow spiritually. So it's all about finding a space where you can grow in these different avenues uh, in different places and for some of us the whole point of this episode we're talking about summer camps is for a lot of people getting away from normal to find a space to grow is important so when this time comes and all this goes away whether you're a young person whether you're an adult whether you're a clergy whether you're a priest or a theologian or just a catholic dude (laughs) find something that you can go do find a place that you can go that's going to help you grow spiritually, that's going to help your productivity, that's going to help you to become a better follower of Christ in whatever and however that God's calling you to do that. However he's calling you to do that. Maybe he's calling you to be a great uh, leader. Maybe he's calling you to be a great listener, a great friend, a great video editor, a great musician, a great speaker, a great anything. Whatever God's calling you to do, find a way to make that uh growth happen in your life whatever that space may be um that and th- that's that's kind of this became the summary of the episode i think
0: yeah i think i think that that summed it up for our summer episodes stupid hey, nice, <laughs> nice okay we got 3 minutes to land this plane if we don't want to take another <laughs> break so i think we can get there um that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. No, uh, find us on all the social media platforms. We've been really ramping up our social media um, yeah. brand. I, uh, uh, yeah, Ryan rebranded all of our stuff, so please check it out. It looks really, really awesome. we got a lot of
1: cool content coming out with different uh, clips, shorter uh, uh, stuff for our episodes and longer. And, but well, but like, so if you don't want to watch the whole hour episode, we're yes. gonna have ten to twelve minute clips of the kind of the highlights of our episodes. We're going back and going through all. We Ryan's going back through all the episodes to get us great. We're gonna have pictures of our quotes from some of our episodes coming out for you guys to share. Uh, we got tons of great stuff coming out on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Patreon, we owe you guys a shout out. We promise we'll get you on the next episode, and we do have something coming to you guys really soon. We are going to start coming out with some exclusive content for Patreon. Ryan and I are also considering doing a vlog. Yeah. Maybe. We're going to get there. Yeah. We went like a weekly vlog. Um, make, I- this, make this a clip uh, for us. If oh, you want to see a Two Catholic Dudes vlog, uh, put in the comments right now, like, yes, I want to see what you two guys are doing. When you're not sitting at a table talking to each other? Because we're considering doing a vlog. Ryan would film his life. I'd film mine. We'd kind of throw them together. And then when we're together, obviously, we'd film it together. But maybe doing a, a normal Catholic dudes, what do we do during the day? A little vlog. So let us know what you think about that.
0: Perfect. And uh, that's it. Uh, follow us on follow all social all media. all the things. Hit that subscribe. Smash it. Uh, turn the, on your, no- turn your notifications. <laughs> you know what to do. All right, that's it. We got. Should I stall so we can make it? Write it. No, an no. hour. Okay, let's let's not. Thank you guys. Have a good summer. <laughs> what, what are you signing?
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> hags, hags, everybody. Have a great summer. Peace. Peace.